0: What's going on, Lita Johnson? I'm here, and I'm back with y'all. I've been waiting for a little minute, man. Bear with me. I got news for y'all. Got all types of things to tell y'all about what's going on, what happens. What's happened? I was going to wait to after the uh, Final Four to, to, you know, whether they won a the championship or not. To reevaluate things, total big loss for Justin Moore. How big was that? How big was that in Over Nation? How big was that? Seriously, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna get more into the Sixers. Um, it's not much to to get into. Philly is so anxious for a championship. They're always anxious, even after the 2017 football season. It's anxious, but nothing's to worry about. Looking at this team, they fall hard. I mean, Villanova's, I thought they would be, you know, uh, I, I thought they could win the championship, but when Justin Moore got hurt, that really cut everything. And I thought they could still make a push, but with Justin Moore gone, clearly my expectations for Villanova winning had Justin Moore in it. That's just what it is. If Lenovo would have won the championship, that extra Mamba guy that nobody can stop, even when Moore scores 11 points, he's he, he's affecting the game because people, he's drawing double teams. He's drawing people to him. He's drawing people to him that ain't even guarding him because you know Justin Moore is a big shot maker. He averages more a game than what they lost by. You look at, um, I mean... Not even more than they lost by. If you look at what they were down by six at one time. Well, Justin Moore, that would have been easily them up by six. That could have turned that six-point lead could have turned into because they had a Justin Moore. When they get that close, all their guys lock in and Justin Moore is one of those guys. So it was just unfortunate. You could just tell David McCormack did what he did, but he didn't do enough to warrant that Villanova couldn't answer it. They just had another guy to answer. They had McCormack. You had um, DeWine Harris hitting shots. uh, Arbaji hitting shots. They had their two guys. All we needed was Justin Moore. Brandon Slater even came in later in the game. Uh, Colin Gillespie was playing good. Jermaine Samuel was playing good. Caleb Daniels, all they needed was the extra Wildcats. That's all they needed. And it didn't happen. Now, get off this season, it was a good season. Like I said, Final Four season, man. A lot of people counted them out. Final Four season. Jay Wright is phenomenal. Look at Duke. Oh, it was just great to see Coach K go out with a Final Four. Great, phenomenal career. Um, Something special. Something special is just to see him go out. And once again, it tells you who's better between Calipari and Coach K, which we all really knew. We didn't really need nothing. You know, it's the fact that Calipari can't take his guys to the Final Four again with all these great recruiting classes he gets. I really honestly thought last year was it to let you know that Calipari needed to just switch up his playbook or something. I mean, he had Terrence Clark, BJ Boston, Keon Brooks. I mean, he had so many good players on that team. It was unbelievable how many players. That team being bad should have been a red flag for something. If Calipari was anybody else, period. I'm talking about if he I'm talking about if he was Coach K. No, no, Coach K wouldn't have got fired. Jay Wright when they got fired, big. You got to be a Hall of Fame coach not to get fired. If you was Hubert Davis, if you was Shaheen Holloway, if you was Jerry Stackhouse, you'd be Kevin Ollie. You'll be fired after having that many future lottery picks. On your t- The reason why they didn't go to the lottery is because of, c- 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 because of Calipari. He actually decreased their value. That's hard to do. Usually guys come out of high school with this expectation, and then they go to Kentucky and it stays there. It's attached there because they're already gonna go. They're already lottery picks. But he actually, Terrence Clark, BJ Boston, he decreased value to Keon Brooks. Like, how do you do that? I mean, yo, I'm not making this up. These guys were super studs. Super studs. I just think it's crazy to look at that. Seeing the type of talent, Devin Askew. Oh, man. These guys were top talents. And you mean to tell me this is what happens? I don't know what to say. But anyway, the six is, listen, James Harden has to get to his point where, you know, he has to find out he's a playmaker. And in his older age, also, he's not trying to sit there and be this guy. Ain't like he can't do it, but he's not trying to be this guy that just hogs it from everybody because it takes away from all the weapons. In order for him to be James Harden anyway, if you look at his career, he has to have figure out all the pieces around him to make him that much good, that much better. So when you guard him, he can give it to somebody and they score. That's James Harden. Listen, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, the difference between both of them is that Harden's a killer that can pass. Westbrook, he gets down. The man is an all-around player, but he don't have the score killer instinct that Harden has. So this is what makes Harden that much more of a killer. So with this team, you really look at it, James Harden got more weapons than he ever had. Even with Kevin Durant and Kyrie, it wasn't that many weapons. Everybody talking about uh, uh Patty Mills and Seth Curry and the bench depth. They, the bench depth. DeAndre Jordan comes in there and and gives you six points, four rebounds. That's all you really need. Like you need that. That's bench depth enough. Then you talk about Shake Milton and Cork, cork Miles. Like they can't score off the bench. And Isaiah Joe or Danny. Like what's wrong with y'all? It's crazy because Seth Curry wasn't a bench player. How? Seth Curry was never a bench player, so I don't know what they're talking about. Now, if you look at this team, the bench is starting to kick up more. You see Danny Green, you see Niang, you see Milton, you see May, you see Jordan. They're starting to contribute collectively as a bench. Paul Reed, that bench, since it's been, you know, microscope, they're starting to score more. And, you know, listen, James Harden had a 32-point game with a six-and-even win. They're all trying to figure out how to be important with their roles. (coughs) How Harden gets Maxie and and Thibault and all those other guys involved. It's going to happen. This is a very deep and talented team. People are not giving their credit because they haven't executed consistently enough. (coughs) So now, here we go. The Philadelphia 76 you just have to wait, y'all. You just have to wait and let them win and lose their games. They're 48-30. and 30. They got four more games left. They're going, to, they're going to win 50 games. Doc Rivers was a game away from that. This is going to be the team to do it. Now, once this is when this team is going to be locked in. The Conference Championship. This one, you're going to know they're serious because they're going to go through their battles. They're going to go through all that against whoever they go against. Harden's going to have to come out his shell and be Harden. Or it's all going to have to start clicking because he's going to be challenges is going to have to be answered. Going to have to be answered. Joel Embiid MVP season. He's going to have to stay afloat. Tyrese Max is going to have to show up big in the playoffs from the start. Not just... You know, coming off the bench in little spurts, you know, and they put him in there, and he does this thing, and you don't know if he can do it, and he surprises you. Oh, Tobias actually doing good. Look at this. No, you know about him now. So now it's time to unleash him, T- oh, Tobias Harris. T- does, he did good in the playoffs. I mean, he did Tobias Harris things. So y- y'all, y'all saying that he's not being Tobias? No, he's not being the guy y'all want him to be. The, the money he's worth, I understand. You ask for that, but he's just being Tobias. He got paid for being Tobias. He might have got paid more money than you know you expect him to get paid, but a lot of these guys do. So now you got Tobias Harris, and you got a good starting five, you got a good bench. It's just gonna take that long. Now back to Nova, back to Villanova. Next year is exciting. I see him as a great eighteen. Just from the start, grade eight. They can be a, a Final Four team, but that has to be proven. You know why I said they can be a championship, Final Four team, but I'm saying grade eight because Eric Dixon has to consistently be that big man in the middle every every game that's going to give you a double-double. And he can do that. He Looking at this team and... Now you got the, the dangerous part about this team is Khalid Daniels and Justin Moore. They can be a better backcourt than Kyle Gillespie and Justin Moore. Because Colin is a pass first. He, he he's, he's a control the pace guy. But Daniels, and as much as Gillespie can, you know, can shoot. Daniels and Moore are killers. These boys are straight go-getter. They can both score 17 a game Easy. Easy. They're the main guys on the floor at all times. Oh, man. And who and they're going to be dependent on to be them type of scorers. And then Dixon is their next guy, their anchor. He has to be stronger, better. It's just, it's just time. And now Jay Wright's going to make his offense different. Dixon's going to be more involved because his plethora of offensive, you know, His offensive repertoire, he can shoot from the outside He can shoot shoot mid-range Post you up, drive on you He's going to design his offense around guys like Moore and Dixon And Daniels, those are the three guys on this team And then you still got Slater Let me me take that back, you got four guys All of them are Final Four Guys, believe me, this will be a top five team This will be considered a top five team next year At least a top ten like this is a great 18, at the least, a great 18. I mean, this is a real dangerous team. Now, the big thing is this. Oh man, it's exciting. Cam Whitmore, Trey Patterson, a Brown Antoine. Of course, I'm disappointed at Brown Antoine because I expected so much more. But um, a full season of practicing. And knowing that he has to be a main, now the offense has to be designed with him involved because he's going to be a main point. He's experienced. He's going to be able to score more. They're going to tell him to drive more. They're going to tell him to go get it more because they're going to need him. He, everybody talk about Longino? No, Antoine's going to be the main guy off the bench. Longino's definitely going to get into it because right now he has a guy like Don Gino. Those are the two guys. Then you got Chris Artadiacono. You have three experienced guys. Well, you got Longino experience, not in the playoffs, but you know he can score. You know he's not afraid. Antoine and Archie Diacono have both been in postseason performances. To have a bench or or, or players like they can that, that that is so big for your team. Now, can Antoine come right in? And people think, Oh, but can't Whitmore No Can Whitmore, I don't give a fuck. Listen, excuse me. Excuse me, because this is a very powerful subject for me. I don't care what y'all think y'all see with with Whitmore. He doesn't have to start Whitmore. Slater has one year left. You can put Patterson right there in the four. Oh, he's not ready. What are y'all looking at? He's not ready. He ain't even played enough minutes. What do y'all evaluate? What do y'all evaluate? Same thing they did with Quinterly. What do y'all value? He, he didn't even play enough minutes. It's a reason why he's doing that. Because Caleb Daniels and Brian Antoine are getting those minutes. Chris Archie no, those guys are getting those minutes. They play in the tournament. He's not gonna rush Patterson. He doesn't have to. He don't have to rush Patterson. You know why? Because Jermaine Samuels has one more year. He's going to milk out those men. Now it's different now. Slater is the big man on the front court with Dixon. And so now you could put Patterson right in there. He's been around these guys. He's learned around these guys. Jay Wright constantly raves about this guy. I don't know what y'all see, but Jay Wright sees stuff different. Because Patterson could have got in there, but, you know, it just wasn't. And I felt like he could have gotten to play against McCormack with his 6'9 wingspan, but he's not ready yet. Or it's two things. He's not ready yet, or they're down by too much to put Patterson in there to stabilize things. But I feel like he still could have put him in there to guard the hell out of McCormack and get in foul trouble to let Dixon come back in there. But then again, on the other side. To guarantee Patterson the score is if you sit in there and you and you guarantee Patterson the score big against that, that's a that, that is a real hell of a thing that put pressure on somebody in a tournament when they haven't had that pressure all season. You're saying that he's lost. No, he's learning. He's learning at Jay Wright's pace. Brian Antoine got in there, he choked. He did, he choked. But the thing is this. I might say he's not ready for the starters lineup, but he's ready to play and impact. That's, that's different. Get him the starting lineup. off. If he would have impacted in this game, he's ready for the starter line. I just don't think he's ready. And that's not saying he won't be ready once you put him in practice and he plays. Just right now, I'm not giving him that. He has to prove it. And when I hear Jay Wright say it, I'm going to believe it. But right now, it's Trey Patterson. I feel like you put Trey Patterson at the four, you give him over their size, an all-around talent. You keep saying he's lost. There's not enough time. Patterson's not even played enough time to say that. What he's doing to elevate, you see it in practice. Jay Wright sees it in practice, sister coach sees it in practice. You're not never going to get that evaluation of Trey Patterson. So, sorry. You know, you're wrong. That's not how he's being evaluated, not by in-game play. He's doing what he's supposed to do. He's even hit three-pointers. He's rebounded. He's did his thing. But you still can't judge it off that. His main rotation was Caleb Daniels, Jermaine Jermaine Samuels, Brandon Slater, Brian Antoine. That was Jay Wright's main, and he, he made it clear, and he did that. Longino and Archie Giacomo, other guys that got in. Longino proved it fast. And you're talking about, oh, people probably, oh, well, how come Longino? Longino don't play power forward. He don't play power forward. Longino plays guard. They, they obviously needed guards to help him. They needed that. Longino was playing good. Brian Antoine playing good. It was games they put Antoine in. It was game they put Longino in. Yes, Longino had... They were kind of equal. Now, you might look at the points where Longino scored a lot. He, he had better scoring games, but it was when Antoine first came back, he was impacting the team. So you can't take that away from Antoine. Let him come in and let him be a focal point from the top of the season on the team. Now we look at Cam Whitmore. This This is the... And like I said, he has one, he has, he's not a one and done. You don't have to rush him in. You put Trey Patterson in there with Brandon Slater. Cam Whitmore comes off the bench. He's 6'6", 225. He can play, he can get time at their four where him and Patterson both rotate. That would be unbelievable. They both rotate off the four. Brian Antoine on the three. Can with more can come off the bench and be and it'll be big. Him and Brian Antoine off the bench. For all y'all that think he's just totally washed, no. He just couldn't answer the moment. That was a that, that that's a lot of pressure for a guy that hasn't even he's impacted, but hasn't even come in to impact as much as how can I say as much as you want him to for this role he has to score I keep telling people he has to score in this game he had to impact this game yes put all the pressure on Brian Antoine that's what comes with being a top 20 guy and he choked in this game does not mean he's not going to be have a good rest of his career or he's not going to impact next year yes he's a super talent he's going to impact but he just didn't impact in that game when we needed him we needed Brian Antoine to be like Justin Moore, and he couldn't. As you can see, Brian Antoine's playing a different role. We, When he gets on the court, how does he play? Pass, pass, uh, wait for the three-pointer. Like, he just, he's just, he just following his rules, playing good progressive defense. Now, next year, he's going to be counted on to go get it and go score. Miss some shots, go get it, go score. Dry, penetrate. Now he's going to be, he has to step up to be more of a focal point in the scoring column. Now you got Cam Whitmore. This can happen. All these guys can come off the bench. Trey Patterson can play the four. I mean, Cam Whitmore can play the four. Antoine backing up uh, Slater. You got John Langino, Jordan Longino, who will get time at the guard position. Chris Archidiakono will get time. Nenana Joku will get more time to help out Eric Dixon. I think that happens. Now he's going to have to, it's not Colin Gillespie and Jermaine Samuels. Now everybody has to get a turn. The only guy I see getting that ball as much is Justin Moore. Everybody will reflect off Justin Moore. Now, Justin Moore could be hurt and they say, well, Mark Mark uh, Armstrong or Angelo Brizzy." There's a, there's a um, there's a thing that Jordan Gino and Kali, uh Coleb Daniels could be the shooting guards, and then you're looking at Chris Arthur and who Brizzy or Armstrong will gain that time. That's gonna be good to see who gains that time. You can't never really predict who will gain that time. I thought uh, Quinterly was gonna come in and you know supplant Gillespie. I did. Oh, I thought Quinterly was going to start a shooting guard. I did. But it don't work like that. People, Bridges could be more ready than Armstrong. This is; These are two good point guards, good ball handlers, decision makers, athleticism. Filanova has never been in this position to have two guards and, and such a Brizzy and Armstrong in the back toe. And then you still got an experienced guy like Archie Diacono that can teach them both the ropes. This is great. Jordan Longino might be backing up shooting guard if he does, but then Brandon Housen could actually get some time. Oh man, Justin Moore is hurt. Do y'all know that could mean Brandon Housing? You're talking about Armstrong and Brizzy, but Brandon Housing? He's a shooting guard. He could come in next to Archie Diakono and be a shooting guard. This is this is just great at guard. This team is very deep, but what what makes this team be able to flex all their pieces is that they're in the same position as the team that had the team after the 2018 team when you had to have Sadiq Bay, you had to have Slater and Cole Swider, all these guys had to learn to play together because it was so much experience that was deflated from their team. Now this team's got to, to be the same because Daniels, Dada, and Gillespie take away that same element. Now the experience comes down to Moore and Dixon, Slater. Those are your, and Daniels. These guys they have experience now. But are they just as strong as Gillespie and them? Are they going to be just as strong? This is a real – this team can be real dangerous or they can, you know, just be a good team that goes to the grade eight. But I'm telling people, if if Cam Whitmore starts and he's ready to start, that could happen. You could put Cam Whitmore with Slater and then Dixon and then Patterson comes off the bench and, and a substitute for Slater. And then Antoine backs up. with That can happen. I'm not saying it can't happen. That that could definitely be a very powerful front court uh, starting five. You could also see Mark Armstrong starting next to Caleb Daniels. You ever thought that Mark Daniel Mark Armstrong or, 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 or Brizzy could turn out to be the point guard next to Moore and Daniels still come off the bench? With Jordan Longino being next to him, they both could come off the bench. You ever, did anybody ever recognize that? That could happen This is big This is a real good team Because now You know At first you got guys in place you, you, you got guys in place You know Like Gillespie and Samuels And then you got guys just coming up Slater You know But them two guys Gillespie and Samuels Stay put Stay put right there Now you got Justin Moore And Daniels But what if Armstrong is so good that Daniels can just come off the bench with Don That's a good four. And Armstrong beats the point guard next to Justin Moore. That could be nice because Armstrong is good. He's damn good. You could easily have Armstrong and Whitmore starting through the whole season. I'm just telling you, this is a real good, deep, young team. It's young, though. It's still experience because Antoine has experience. Artie Diakno has experience. Justin Moore, Kalyb Daniels. It's really underrated experience here. But the battle of all of them together playing as one without Colin Gillespie and Samuels is the big thing. What happens? Now, I wish people stop hearing all these, oh, this guy going to – Trey is not transferring. Everything is in the plans. Jay Wright recruits for guys to follow suit. These are the guys he's he been recruiting Trey for so long. So long. He's been recruiting Trey since he was like 14, 15 years old. He was the youngest guy who's mania one year. I mean, let's just keep it real. So... um. That that's I mean he 19 points eight rebounds five assists two blocks I mean Cam Whitmore is something different and I think he was under the more I see him play the more I feel like he's a top ten guy he's a top five top ten player in the whole entire nation that's why on high level sports I rated him a top ten guy he is something different he's like a mini Chris uh, Vince Carter I mean he's really it's like he's like Vince Carter Tracy McGrady he's really something special. And, yes, he can be on the bench because why would Jay Wright rush this guy when you got guys ready? Now, the only thing that I can go against, I can read people on, Trey Patterson hasn't started yet, hasn't gotten no minutes, so that makes Whitmore a free ball game to get their position. But Trey Patterson has been here. Trey Patterson, the little he's shown, he, he lets you know how athletic he is. Brian Antoine is the question mark. Is he going to elevate his game? That's the biggest question mark in the next season because now the pressure's really on, really on. He's going to be put more into the offense because now he's one of the remaining experienced players here. He's the most important guy off the bench. Not Longino, it's Antoine because of his experience. Everybody's excited because there's another guy that has floored to Longino. Remember, before everybody was excited about Antoine, just like they were, they like, are about Longino. Antoine just got hurt. He is Antoine is going to get his chance to shine. We're going to see what he's about. It's a very question mark team. I say grade eight. Okay. Um, as far as twenty twenty three, Deshaun Harris Smith, man, I see him committing first. He's just really in the wing and really with the microscope. Justin Edwards, I think he can. Yeah. I, Getting guys like Cam Whitmore, Justin Edwards is in the tuck. He has to agree that he don't care about leaving the one or second year, first or second year. He don't care. But I think him being the PA guy and seeing what Villanova did, ooh, it makes Villanova a big contender. I haven't heard it yet, but this is what usually happens. Mackenzie Magbo is another guy because they need bigger guys. You still got Njoku, Patterson. And Dixon, but the next season, it's, it's just time to get these guys in. But are they going to do that? Miro Little. Oh, is Miro Little going to get – it's possible. He's he's committing on April the 15th. It's very possible that Miro Little can be a, a, a Nova guy. Super, super point guard. Will he be the guy? This 2023 class is different. Will Villanova get Myro Little, Justin Edwards, and Deshaun Harris-Smith? That's my question. Will they get Mike Bo, McKenzie? McKenzie? I think them two guys are going to Kentucky. But it's a big chance that McKenzie goes to Nova, just like when Jeremiah Robinson Earl made that move. So, listen, man, um, keep an eye on recruits, keep an eye on Nova. Um, Just wanted to update y'all. Things are going to be okay. Nova is still elite. They're going to get more and more recruits. It's going to be interesting to see how these recruiting class go down the line. All right, listen, I'm out of here. Uh, next time I come back, we're going to talk about the Eagles draft, which is coming up soon. Three first round draft picks. I'm loving what the Eagles doing. If y'all want to know about it, um, the linebacker, Hassan Riddick, um, get Anthony Harris back. I- I'm really confident in Kavan Wallace. I I mean, I just love where they're at as far as top three picks, um, 15, 16, and 19 top 23 in the top 20 people. say they won't keep all of them. I think they should keep all of them. And only reason I see they should move up and get Kayvon Thibodeau. That's it. I think that's your next get another game changing player. Um, there's not two picks together that could be as talented game changer as him. Not and the 50. If you, can, if you can move up and get him, you're great. But you might not have to move two picks. Seriously, I think they move up to get Kayvon Thibodeau. Derek Stingley could come down. It's another cornerback you can you can get without even trading. Um Jahan Dotson, you can stay and get him at 19. I'm just saying if you can get Kayvon Thibodeau, Derek Stingley, and Jahan Dotson, that's an unbelievably successful draft. I like Traylon Burks, but nobody is more clutch than Jahan Dotson. Nobody in that draft. He's the best receiver in that draft. Period. Point blank. You can talk about Chris Olave. You can talk about all these guys. Nobody's better than Jahan Dotson. Okay. And I think Miles Sanders might might pitch for that. So I'm out, y'all. Lita Johnson, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook. I'm out.